0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, je m'appelle Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Before I get to your calls, answer your questions, hear your love stories, I want to pass on to you a little quote I found on, on social media that I think summarizes something that I have believed from day one. It said on that quote, Sometimes the heart sees what is invisible to the eye. And I would say that you could replace the word heart by also intuition. Sometimes your intuition sees what is invisible to the eye. Because whether it's your heart or your intuition, it doesn't feel sensitive to charms or great talk or looks or this or that. It's the feeling and the vibes. And so always trust your heart and your intuition. And that I believe is 100% true and helps us get to the right relationship. If you have a question about your relationship, though, call me now. 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Michelle.
2: Bonjour,
1: Simon. Bonjour. And what's going on with you tonight?
2: yeah so um, I started going out with this guy about a month ago, and um we went on two dates. They were amazing. and then, on our third day, our most recent date, uh, we went out to a bar. We were having great conversation.
3: Mm-hmm. then
2: the night kind of went south. This guy bumped into me, which I believe was accidentally, but it was like hard enough for us both to be taken off guard. so I kind of we both looked around, and the guy kind of brushed it off and kept walking while Heat, the guy I'm dating, literally stands up, starts yelling at the guy, and then punches him in the face in the what? middle of the bar. What? Really? Yeah, and it was out of nowhere. He's never shown me anything like this where he was, he'd ever been aggressive, ever. Wow. So I guess what I'm wanting to know is, going forward, I mean, do you think that this is something I should worry about in the future? I just don't know what to do.
1: Well, this guy has a major temper problem, right? So that, you know, it's like um, some people can go from zero to a hundred and then they go crazy. So I think this guy would be like this. Uh, I don't like violence uh, unless it's self-defense. I think this guy has an edge on him uh, linked to violence and an and aggressive reaction that if I were you would have, you know, shut me down. Because I, even though it's not against you, I think that he can't control himself. And so I would recommend to not go out with a guy who has so much violence in him.
2: So you don't think I should even give him, like, one more chance?
1: Well, no, it's not about a chance on a chance, because it's not like he looked at another girl and he acted inappropriately. He has a level of violence in him that is unpredictable, right? So guy punch a guy, thats a, a reaction that is disproportionate compared to the actual incident. So... He's going to go back to normal the next day or even an hour later. But now you know, if you date him, that at any time he can lose his cool. And then if one day he loses his cool with you, you'll be very sorry that you gave him a chance. Because he can't control it. He needs to go to therapy, this guy. But that's not your problem. So my advice really is to stay away from people who cannot control their anger, their temper, and their violence.
2: Yeah. And I've also had patterns in the past of trying to be a fixer in relationships. And I think that this could end up, you know, like you're saying, like I could end up being the person who's trying to fix him of these problems and he just needs to fix them himself and go to therapy.
1: And that's the thing. So I'm glad you called me, Michelle, because that those kind of things can escalate years later in major problems for you and I don't want you to get hurt by anyone.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: You are welcome. Thank you for your call and have a good night.
2: Good night, Simon.
1: You know, question for you, have you ever been in a relationship where you were the fixer and tried everything you could to help your other partner to change? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever met somebody very charming, wonderful, and uh, they had, like I would say, emotionally one broken leg, meaning that you picked up on that the person needed help, Uh, sometimes it's an addiction, sometimes it could be, you know, temper, Sometimes it's a depression. Sometimes it could be um, a financial problem. So you become, you know, to be loved, you really become, you know, the one that try to fix that person. And that's kind of your way of expressing your love. And you try to do everything in your power to repair that person. And what usually you do is think uh, that by telling people don't do this, do that, or I'll give you a second chance or a third chance. Let's talk about it. You try to play shrink, really. You move from being a partner to a therapist, and it never works. I know that because, and I'm going to tell you next a true story, I've done that over and over, and always for the same reason. So my story and my reason to do this is coming up next. This is going to be interesting. So to the question of have you ever met someone that you really liked, but you saw they had a an emotional broken wing uh, or leg or, you know, so like I said, it, Could be an addiction, could be you know depression, could be a temper. And basically, you realize that the more you invest your time trying to helping and repairing the person's weakness, you think they're gonna love you more and stay with you or change. And so I've made that mistake over and over. Because if a woman I would meet didn't really like me, maybe for the man I am, then I would transform myself into a healer, thinking. If you're super nice, if you're super helpful, if you're super this or that, the person, and the person stays with you, but for the wrong reason. And they never change. Never. And you end up with a broken heart. So the motto of this show is don't do like me, do better than me. Just remember that no one can fix anyone. Only us can help ourselves when we're ready to do so. That is a lesson of life I've learned the hard way. So please remember that one, and you call that next. If somebody's done a small, medium, or grand romantic gesture for you, share it with me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tara. So, I know somebody did something grandiose for you romantically, and you know I love romance. So, go ahead. What did he do?
4: Yes. Um, So, I met... uh, the love of my life on valentine's day um it was uh at the end of the night me and my friend had been on town trying to find someone to go home with and she had found someone i had not um but then i walked past uh the I, I, we were in the taxi line and we, i walked past this man who said are you not going to say hi and i turned around and it was someone that i went to college with and Um, Uh We were in college together at that time, and I just Uh never noticed him. Um, So we uh, got in a taxi together, and all the way, it was just the most amazing conversation. We just connected on this different level, and every day I'd see him on campus after that, and we would just say hi, have amazing conversations. It was an amazing connection, like right from the Mm -hmm. get-go. And then my friend told me that he had gotten back with his girlfriend, and I was so upset. And the year after, Mm -hmm. um, on Valentine's Day, I was in the cafeteria, and the auditorium is close to the cafeteria, and I hear music coming from the auditorium, and it was my favorite song. It's a long, very amazing classical piano song. Mm -hmm. And so I run into the auditorium, and it's him. He learned how to play this song on the piano, this amazing amazing song and it was the song that i played for him while we were in the taxi together that night on valentine's day when we first met and i just couldn't believe it (laughs) so i walked over to the piano and just like watched him as he finished up the song and it was his way of saying that um he had broken up with his girlfriend and he wanted to be with me and i just couldn't believe it It it's the most romantic thing ever
1: uh, definitely. How did that make you feel? When, I mean, give me a couple words of the emotions that went through your heart.
4: It felt like a movie. It was so. I. I, I don't. It was like I felt so special. I felt. Um. It, I. I. Yeah. It was like a daydream. It was amazing.
1: I think it's extraordinary. Listen, thank you so much for sharing that story. The guy raised the bar for all of us. What, (laughs) Right? What he did. And and that really is a great, great romantic gesture. Uh, And I'm glad he did it. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Tara. And and good luck to both of you. Of course. Changing gears, I'm going to answer an email that we got because somebody needs my help. Somebody married, met someone, but it's complicated. So that question is coming up next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me maybe the next day or later tonight uh, when I'm asleep. Always send me a question through an email at TheRendezvousShow.com. Miranda, what is going on with Johnny?
0: Johnny says, Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Johnny.
0: I'm in a bad marriage and I've been thinking of a divorce. It seems imminent. However, in the meantime, I've been chatting with a very nice man that I absolutely adore. We have never met in person or even by video chat, but we have so much in common. Mm. Do you think it's possible to fall in love with someone that you have never met in person? Should I pursue that relationship after I'm out of my marriage?
1: Ooh, Those are two very interesting questions. A, is it possible to fall in love with someone that you've never met in person? That's a good question. And B, should you pursue a relationship with someone you never met once you are out of a marriage? I'm going to answer both of those questions next. Say you're in a bad marriage and you've been thinking about a divorce for a while and then you know, you're know online dating and you kind of get attached to somebody that you've actually never met and you wonder, is it possible to fall in love with someone you've never met in person? So I would say not really fall in love, I would say infatuated because unless you met a person in reality, you make up the person in your mind as a perfect partner or mate, a perfect lover, or perfect everything. It's only when you're physically face-to-face and you spend time with the real person that you can actually fall in love with someone who's real. Otherwise, it's just a dream, a hope, an infatuation. So that's my answer for that. And then, should you pursue this relationship... After you're out of your marriage, absolutely. Once you are divorced, you're free as a bird and you can pursue any relationship you want. Just meet the person once you are divorced and go from there. Good luck to you, Johnny, and thank you for your email. You call the next. If you have a relationship question on your mind for me, just dial in now. 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Victoria.
3: Oh, bonjour, Simon.
1: Tell me what, what's the situation?
3: So, okay, so I meet this guy online, and we have this great rapport. Um, We get together. We go out. First, we have a coffee that leads into a dinner. So this is all still the first date, but it's like one of those situations where you're clicking on everything, and it just seems like we're totally hitting it off. We both seem to want the same thing, which is to settle down with someone. So I did something I don't normally do, and Mm -hmm. we had a little ooh-la-la, a lot of ooh-la-la, too soon, (laughs) like that night. And okay. now I'm thinking I haven't heard from him in 10 days and it's making me feel like I wish I hadn't, you know, allowed the ooh-la-la to happen.
1: I see. Um after the the night was over and all that ulala, you were hopeful that that was going to be the beginning of a wonderful relationship, right?
3: Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he even spoke that way. It was it was when can I see you again? And, um, you know, he didn't solidify. He didn't really say, okay, I'm going to call you about Wednesday and we'll get together at eight o'clock and go here. You know, it just, so it just kind of merged into a super excitement, but vague on everything. And then it's been 10 days.
1: I see. I see. Okay. Well, listen, um, the fact that he hasn't reached out in 10 days shows, you know, he's not interested in a relationship with you, sadly. Uh, I don't think whether you had the ulala or not had the ulala would have changed his mind one way or the other. I understand exactly. for you, Victoria. It's like you know what a bummer. I would have not given it away like this if I knew. But like I said, you know who doesn't dare doesn't live, and um, no matter what, unless the universe decides it's your time with that other person, whether you have ulala or not ulala will not change the outcome.
3: Oh, I like that because, it, you know, there's a higher force in charge itself.
1: Oh, 100%. Like. Don't have any regrets. You just okay. You just had a moment of romance. Uh, yeah. you know, And minute. think of this. When you're 80 years old and there will be no more romance like that, you can always remember that one and say, you know, well, it was the good old days.
3: Yes, that's a good point. I will have that memory. <laughs> so thank you.
1: All right, Victoria. <laughs> thank you for calling and, and good luck to sure. you. Have a good night. You too. Now, I got to go help somebody who sent me an Instagram DM because their partner changed the status of their relationship on Facebook. But I guess now there's a problem about what is the relationship status anyway. So let's talk about that next. You have an urgent question for me. Just send me an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio and we'll get to it. Miranda, what's going on with Rick and his girlfriend?
0: Rick says, bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Rick.
0: I need help with the girl I've been seeing. She changed her relationship status on Facebook to in a relationship and then tagged me. The problem is, we're not in a relationship. We never even talked about being in a relationship. We've been dating, but it's nothing official. So how do I handle this?
1: Oof, that's a tough one, right? When somebody changed the status and tagged you in as in a relationship and you didn't think you were, what do you do? Stay with me. I'm going to tell you my answer next. What would you do if somebody you were just seeing actually changed their relationship status on Facebook to in a relationship and tagged you? Only problem is you didn't think you were in a relationship. You never talked about being in a relationship. And, you know, it's nothing official exclusive. So what can you do? Have a conversation, Rick. Um, so you just say, listen, I'm a bit surprised. And, you know, we never talked about it. So um, what, you know, what is the trigger that, that made you think that was the right time? And you're going to be nice because somebody does that has a lot of feelings for you, so you don't want to be too brutal. Uh, After all, you know, it doesn't really matter much. Uh, What matters is how you feel. And maybe it's a great time to have a conversation if you guys are moving into exclusive and that's what you want, Rick. Or you really don't want a relationship and being exclusive. And then uh, I would tell her and tell her to change the status. But that's really now maybe the moment of truth for a great conversation. And my advice is to anyone listening, don't do that to somebody unless you've had the talk. You calls and next on the rendezvous. 855 905 8255.
5: Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon.
1: Tell me what's going on. How can I help you tonight?
5: Um, well, I have been seeing this guy. It's not serious yet, um, but then he invited me to visit him because he lives in another state. And so when I went there everything was great we got along we had fun with his friends and um everything seemed normal except that he didn't want to have o la la I didn't I'm not really an initiator so it's not like I initiated it either but I usually wait for the guy to take the lead and I was just concerned that I was there for 5 days and just nothing happened we slept side by side but I'm just wondering if I should stay with him, I'm not sure if this is indicative of what the relationship would look like.
1: That's an interesting question. So did you have any form of romantic moment? Would you? Was there like, was it no. some, some smoochie Some some nothing?
5: No, it just kind of felt like friends and we cuddled in bed, but that was it. And I just kind of, which would be nice, except that it was sort of like a step backwards and I'm not really sure what's happening there. And I was too embarrassed to ask him about it.
1: Okay. Um, in your intuition, because women intuition never lies. Yeah. Do you think he doesn't desire you anymore? Or do you think it was just a, a lapse of, of time that it was just maybe off and we can I, give him another I don't chance? Know.
5: Well, I think he does because one of his roommates told me that he talks about me all the time and that he said that I'm sort of his dream girl. And I kind mm-hmm. of thought, well, that's interesting because he doesn't really engage with me physically at all and i don't mean just Just there's just sort of not very much physical intimacy even hand holding or anything like that
1: okay uh but in the past at the very beginning was there anything like that
5: yeah it wasn't romantic as much but we did you know ooh la la and i i have to say he wasn't very passionate in those moments and i don't know okay um but he's He's been sort of pursuing me and inviting me to come stay with him, which is what's so baffling about it.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. If you ask yourself, should I stay with a man who doesn't really want me, what would be the answer?
5: Yeah, the answer would be no.
1: Exactly, Jen. I mean, it's not so much about him. It's what is good for you that I'm interested in. And that's why every time you're in a situation where you feel you know, that your partner is not into you anymore and your intuition tells you that, then you don't stay with this man. You just find a man that, you know, will light up your life.
5: Yeah, I I hear that. Thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate your input.
1: You are most welcome, Jen. Thank you so much. Good luck to you and have a good night. I kept the best question for the last part of the show. Ooh la la on the first night. Okay or no way? Results coming up next. Let's finish this show with a fun, hot question. So, I asked you on my social media, ooh la on the first night, okay or no way? Just wanted to know what you thought. So, here are the results, and thank you for voting massively. So, 44% of you said, ooh la on the first night? Okay for me. 56% of you said, ooh la on the first night? No way. Now, I say, okay for me. I mean, and I know, <laughs> I was going to say, I think most guys voting there would have said the same thing and, it all depends with who, when, etc., of course. But mostly, it's always a nice, wonderful way of ending the evening, a little ooh On that note, thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir et bonne nuit.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.